Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you heard all the rave about the new Quick Grill located inside the Be Quick Chevron on Veterans Boulevard? Come visit Be Quick Chevron along with Quick Grill, Be Quick Food Marts, your locally owned hometown convenience store, wherever you are. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always get us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And when Mississippi sees someone who is in need, whether they're at school or not, they usually figure out how to help. And that's what the Pedal Children's Task Force founder and executive director did. And she's joining us today to tell us a little bit more. Ms. Demarius Lee. Hey, Demarius. Hey there, how are you? I am doing well. I love this story. I love how it's kind of all transpired. So how, how when did you get it started? Uh, back in 1989, there was a, a couple of couples that were needing help at Christmas time. And so they had just asked if there was anything, you know, in the pedal area where they could get help. So a lady by the name of Jessie Rival, who is no longer with us, and I looked at each other and said, what are we going to do? So we ended up saying, well, let's ask our friends for money and let's go get them food. And that's exactly what we've done. And every year it started growing. And that's kind of how things do. They start to snowball just when you step out and help just a little bit. And then it becomes this big thing you never you never even knew was possible, Miss Lee. And so how did it sort of transform or slowly snowball into it looks like a very well-ran food pantry now? Uh, it, well, it, it did snowball on us. But, you know, uh, God was great to us because we ended up saying, okay, well, we're going to have uh, a little room and we're going to put food in it. So we started that. People started bringing us food and everything, and we'd purchase food and put it in there. And before long, we knew, okay, this is getting bigger than what we really thought it was going to be. So we uh, we did we went nonprofit, and so we applied for nonprofit, and our status was approved and everything. And so we started from there, and now we just uh, have helped people uh, through uh, all since 1989. We have helped them, and every year it gets bigger and bigger. So were you shocked, Miss Lee, to find out that there were so many children and families within the pedal school system that, you know, maybe needed help or bridging the gap between paychecks with food? Uh, yes, we, we did see that. We work closely with the school and uh, working together with them, we can uh, find out who really needs the help and everything. And also, we're on charity trackers, so we can track if they've been somewhere um, and how often we've helped them and everything because we want everybody's needs to be met. But yet, we want to make sure we're feeding the ones that really need to be fed. 
Yeah, and the you know resources are are scarce, and so you make sure you get them out to those that need them most. One part of your story that I, I think is really cool is you know you stepped out, Miss Lee, and tried to help some, and then the community gathered around to make this task force what it is, and then you had a volunteer who sort of stepped out a little bit further and created a Facebook group solely for collecting egg cartons. I love this. What what was so special or the need for eggs that you would need a Facebook group for? carton collection. Sherry Galloway was the one behind this, but she uh, one day on Facebook messaged me so because I put on there uh, that we just received eggs. And the way we received those, the egg farms have double yolk eggs. They cannot uh, do anything with They can't send them off. And they would just, they were throwing them in a bucket. And so we've, uh, we've had a guy that uh, knew the uh, egg, some egg farmers, and he said, well, why can't we use these eggs to help people? And so they said, sure. So what we did was they go out. We have volunteers that travel probably 40 to 50 miles one way. They will go to the egg farms, and they pick up double yolk eggs. Well, Sherry Galloway saw on Facebook where I was uh, needing ag cartons, and so she started a Facebook page because she's in Mississippi Gulf Coast, so she has egg cartons in central Mississippi Gulf Coast and surrounding areas. She helps us, and she also helps local backyard chicken farmers down there, so she's got a great organization going herself. Absolutely. This is really cool. Do you know how many eggs you've been able to give out that otherwise would have just been thrown to trash through the task oh. force? Oh, it would be a hundred thousand. It would be easily. Sometimes we get in eight or nine thousand in one shipment. That's incredible. That's why we need the egg cartons because, and our eggs are so big. Sometimes a carton will not even close. But at least they can be delivered, though, right? They can still ha- oh, kind of have like a safe day- travel. Oh, yes. Uh, the egg cartons, they bring up the, the Petal Cosmopolitan Club has a lady that goes to the Gulf Coast, and she'll pick up these egg cartons for us, and she'll bring them back, and we have to make sure there's no cracked eggs and all that, and then we'll put them in the cartons that they send up to us, and then people walk in every day and want eggs, and we they're free. You know, we don't charge for anything here, so they are free eggs. So we got people from all around that whenever we put the sign out there, they know they're going to get free eggs. So I know it's, you know, the exit feels like you've got a lot of uh, product there just to sort of move. But what about the other stuff, Miss Lee? How do you get your donations or how do you keep your um, food pantry stocked with the things that you know the people you serve need? Okay, we are a member of the Mississippi Food Network. We purchase food from up there. But you got to remember, if the chain up there doesn't have it, we don't get it either. But Mississippi Food, Christian Services help us, and local people just bring us food. And the way we did our Thanksgiving, and we also are doing Christmas boxes, our local churches are involved. And we ask them to bring, you know, collect 350 of an item. And it might be 350 jars of peanut butter and 350 jars of jelly that will go in our christmas box we're putting instant oatmeal uh grits we are putting cookies uh capri sun spaghettios all that will go in a christmas box because the children are out for two weeks and we do not want them to have to turn on a stove and try to cook something so we get 
things that they could put in the microwave or they could just eat. What's it? What are you hearing back from the families, Miss Lee, who get these boxes or have been the recipient of the food or the eggs that you've been able to provide through your network of volunteers and community support? Well, the people are very appreciative of it, and we even have people that call us back after the event, after Thanksgiving we gave out uh, a couple of weeks ago. She even called and thanked us so much for the box and how much food that she got off the ham we gave her. She didn't let any of it go to waste, and we get that every day of how much we appreciate what we're doing, and we're here to serve, and that's our purpose here, and when we do and we enlighten people on the other end, that makes our day, too. Well, you never know who's listening to good things. So if we've got an egg carton hooker-upper who's listening, I, I can't imagine. You just never know. Are you still in need of more egg cartons? I feel like that would be a revolving door or a revolving need for you, Miss Lee. That is a revolving door. We have egg cartons coming in every day. People will bring us cartons. It might be two or three cartons, but that's two or three dozen eggs, you know. We always need cartons. At one point, we had no cartons, and I was purchasing them myself, six and $700 for like, you know, a 1,000 egg cartons. And I would purchase that, but I said, y'all, after this, we just need to get everybody on board to bringing them back in. And at one time, they could not leave with the egg cartons. They had to put the egg cartons in a plastic bag because we had no cartons. But we still gave the eggs. But now we're in the process. We're building up cartons because more people are hearing about it, and they're bringing us cartons. And since Sherry sends us so many cartons, that way we, we will have enough cartons and nobody has to leave out without an egg carton. If we want to connect with you and what you're doing there through the uh, Pedal Task Force, Miss Lee, what, I mean, or the Pedal Children's Task Force, excuse me, um, how can we connect with you? Maybe if we want to do our own, your own food drive or egg carton drive and get them to you, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, you can call our office at 601-255-5578. You can call there, and you can have a food drive. We have Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts. We have uh, athletic departments. We have people that compete with each other uh, on a food drive. William Carey College University helps us out, and they they hold food drives for us. They bring us food, but we're at 314 South George Street. We're here every day. If you're out and you want to pick up, say, uh, six or seven peanut butters, they're on the shelf, and you buy them, we're here Monday through Friday, 9 to 3. Miss Lee, can you, would you have ever imagined this back in 89 when you got started with only two families that you would be now helping more than 450 every month? Never in my life I would have thought this. And I'm a volunteer. I'm the executive director, but I'm still like just a volunteer. But I'm very fortunate that I can be a volunteer, you know, and people don't realize how much our volunteers and how this place has grown. Without the volunteers down here every day, we could not do this because when you do over 50 boxes a day, that's a lot, you Ms. can't Lee. keep up. Exactly. We, we're making boxes all the time, and the office is running up front. And in your in the box, they get a banana box of food, and they'll get frozen foods, too. Well, Miss Lee, I hate to cut you off, but we appreciate what you're doing. Merry Christmas, and you guys stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next. 
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. And where down we go. Watch good things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. You can head on over to supertalktv.com if you would like. But the party always starts a little early over on the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to have you there. And I got a few really good headlines that they're Thanksgiving related, but I think it's fair. I know it's December the 1st. I don't think anybody will throw eggs at me. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> uh, if I talk about Thanksgiving for a little bit longer before we dive into some Christmas. But I didn't want you to miss some of the good athletes in our state that were up to some good. I know we shared here on Good Things about 49ers cornerback Charvarius Ward, who supplied 320 turkeys to his hometown of Macomb. But Olympic medalist Brittany Reese, she was also um, honored for her philanthropy work at the with the old miss Women's Council of Philanthropy. She was awarded the Emerging Young Philanthropist Award, which I think is really cool. And she consistently supports her hometown of Gulfport in a, several different ways. She um, helps homeless and religious organizations, and she too donated 100 turkeys in her area during uh, the Thanksgiving holiday as well. You can find more stories like that over on the Good Things Facebook group. And one that got a lot of yours attention that I thought was just cool, and Jeff and I Oxford texted in and said our last story about the eggs and the eggs, egg cartons, which if you missed, it will be back up on YouTube later on today. Um, but he said that is one of the most Mississippi things ever, and I completely agree with that. You just see a need. You go and do what you need to do to help out, and then it sometimes snowballs into something great. But here's the one about a Brookhaven man. He was scrolling on Facebook. I don't even know the gentleman's name, but he saw that the Brookhaven Animal Rescue League needed a new dryer on Facebook, and they were trying to raise some funds or just sort of put it out there. Hey, ours has went kaput. As you can imagine, it's probably pretty important to be able to wash towels and blankets, and Lord knows what an Animal Rescue League might need to wash and keep clean and so he just drove up with an almost brand new washer and dryer set and just he's known only by his first name donated it richard richard so richard if you're listening to good things how cool are you one to not want any sort of publicity or whatever it may be not even to necessarily you know make a post yourself about it you just saw a need hey i got something i could donate and you know either here or however he got a hold of it and I love the little mysteriousness to the story. And he just showed up and, and, you know, blessed them with what they were what they were looking for. And so that's what Mississippi does so well is we connect each other to each other, but then also to the needs that we feel like our friends and families have um, the most. And another good conversation that you may have missed over on the Good Things Facebook group, I started by asking, what was the most underrated Christmas gift? Now, my husband went off the charts and said a boat. You're not getting a boat. It's not underrated. That's an over-the-top Christmas gift. So we're not going in that direction, which I think that would be a pretty overrated Christmas gift at this point. But let's think about those underrated gifts, the ones that you really are excited about getting or they're very useful or they're, you know, they're practical. They may not have all the bells and whistles, but you look forward to them or you're excited when you get them. Or maybe you're excited about something that was kind of low cost 
practical that someone you know surprised you with and you thought huh that's a really good gift now a lot of you are mentioning time and i think that's a really cool one you know that's an un- underappreciated gift if someone's giving you the gift of their time to come to your house for the holidays or to cook and prepare a meal for you or just to give you the space to collect with those that you love i mean that's um, a gift that you can't get back you can't get back time to sort of think about that but i like to take that just a little bit further and think okay well if time is, you know, an underrated gift, then what are some of those gifts that we could give that would give us more time with each other? And so I know we're all looking for ways to be practical with our gift giving. And I thought, man, you know, not Taylor Swift tickets. We're not going down that route, but <laughs> tickets to concerts, that kind of thing. Maybe it's being able to have a year-long um, membership to one of our wonderful museums throughout the state. Maybe it's an annual pass to one of the water parks, wherever you may be in the state or close to. Those type of things where you have the gift of time spent fun with a family member. And can you think of another way, uh, Rhino, that you could spend that gift of time with your family or like gift the gift of time? If that makes sense. No, because I'm I'm stuck on underrated gifts, and the first thing that came to mind when you said underrated gifts are the chocolate oranges. You only ever really see those given around Christmas. That's true. They are a highly underrated gift. So when you get them, okay. So in that vein, you would have to also add chocolate covered cherries. They usually only come. Uh, well, if you like them or not. If you don't like them, then. Well, no. I mean, the chocolate orange, it's got several different reasons why it's underrated. I mean, not only is it delicious because it's chocolate and orange all mixed together, but even though it's the holidays, the tis the season with joy and happiness and all that, there's still a little bit of frustration that can come with spending that much time with friends and family. <laughs> You've got a point. And the chocolate orange allows you to, to, to let out some of that frustration in a positive way because you got to take the chocolate orange out of the box and then whack it on the table to get it to separate so you you got a little bit of that frustration and you get the chocolate orange and you get the chocolate orange hmm. you know what i'm getting you for christmas <laughs> i'm gonna find you a whole sack of them for sure but other people are adding and if you'd like to join in the conversation 601-879-4395 amber says the merry christmas bill payment program <laughs> Nothing says Merry Christmas like I paid your light bill. Enjoy that heat and AC. Love, Mom. Now, you know, people have varying opinions on how this goes. You could say just giving cash or sort of gift cards. I do see where giving cash slash gift cards to things that you know someone's not going to spend their hard-earned money on is a gift to them. It's a way for them to be able to splurge outside not like not having going to end their boundaries i understand that but you know there is something about if you've gotten the gifts for the kids and you've done all of this for your light bill just to be paid or your whatever car note to be covered this month it's just a little you know little something little something extra we fill our kids stocking full of chapsticks they use them every day all year long and always think it's the coolest thing Hey, that's kind of cool. Paul and Hernando, underrated gift company that will leave on time. <laughs> well, you just, you know, you should just make it a not warm and welcoming 
atmosphere and they usually get out there get out a little bit a little bit quicker like maybe not feed them or turn you just got to implement the good old southernism of where you're sitting there on the couch and you all right slap your legs and stand up i'm going to bed diapers and gas cards emma said i don't know about the gas you know gas cards i don't know if you can actually buy a gas card i think that's like a myth you can buy visa master whatever kind of cards but i don't think that there are actual gas cards out there i find myself having looked before but i like where she's going with that but the diapers things so those things are no joke right now they have well everything has rose in cost this would be a great idea if you have a grandchild that's not of the age yet to hate you for not getting them said toy right if they're still in diapers then they're probably not quite at that age to connect you ruining christmas by not getting them like a massive another toy for their mother to then have to find somewhere to store for the rest of the a year till she gives it to goodwill i don't know that's just my experience so maybe think about that maybe gift baby johnny something small that they can open and enjoy and then tat instead of getting that extra toy you were going to get go for the box of diapers and watch mom's eyes just because that's again something that they can use and i feel like it would be completely um underrated i think that's a really that's a really good um it's a really good tip this time of year christmas cards my favorite thing to get is a card says mike you are there are two types of folks in this world christmas cards lovers givers put a lot of effort into it and then me and the rest of us who just don't have our life together enough who appreciate getting them but you'll never get one from from us or our family i have seen people get incredibly creative how they keep up with their christmas cards almost like a um oh what do you call it when you scrapbook kind of style and so they keep up with friends and families and they keep their christmas cards organized throughout the years and they can go back and watch and see how they've transitioned and changed i think i've seen others create opportunities for them to become displays within their own christmas decorations they make the cute wiring that you can hang them all up over your mantle or whatever see all your friends and family you won't get one of my family but i appreciate that you would think you might would want one lots of good ideas you can let us know 601-879-4395 we've got more coming up next Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome 
back to good things. Tomorrow we are going to help Mississippi Farm Bureau celebrate 100 years at the Mississippi Trademark as we celebrate 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. So today we've got Tanya in the house to talk movies. So it's not Friday yet, guys, but it is Friday <laughs> Eve. And so you can go ahead and make plans on what you want to see this weekend. So did y'all have a happy Thanksgiving? We did. It was over way too fast, but it was good. It's never long enough, I know. And we always want to skip over it. And then once it's here, we're like, oh, I wish I had a few more days for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But now we're gearing up for, for Christmas, and I know this is a busy time at the theaters uh, as well as people getting movies out. Yeah, everybody's trying to meet that deadline to be um, considered for Oscar nominations. When is the deadline? You know, I, I think it's some date in late December. I mean, it may be the 31st. Oh, they push it all the way to the end. Yeah, so that's why you see it really revving up. And there's all kinds of rules, like... You know, it doesn't even have to be wide released. It just has to be in X number of theaters to to be considered Sneaky. released. Yeah. Do they usually save the heavy hitters for so it's on the mind of the committees? Yes, I think so. I think it's strategy, yeah. a, a strategy because think about it. Like we just heard the Top Gun music. I mean, it's like yeah, we all are still so excited over that movie, but I heard it listed as a possible best picture contender which i remember thinking that when i saw it and it's like i've kind of forgotten right so i think the later the better the later the better all right so what we got this weekend well we've got several new releases and of course since i'm here early i haven't seen any of them (laughs) but the first one was actually filmed in mississippi um inspection And I can remember when this one was being filmed, them calling out for extras and that kind of thing. So we probably know somebody in it. Uh, But it is a rated R movie. But um, it's based on the the director and the writer's real life. Um, And it stars Jeremy Pope, who is kind of an up-and-coming actor. Um, He won a Tony Award on Broadway. So he's really, really talented. But he stars as Ellis. He's a young um, gay black man who sees very few options for his future. Um, his mom has rejected him, and so he decides he's going to join the Marines. Um, and in spite of the rigorous uh, basic training and some of the prejudice he he encountered, he found friendship, support, um, and strength. So, I that, think I've seen the trailer for that. Yeah, it's um. It's one of those that is doing an Oscar push, so we'll see. That'll be exciting to see. Do you see know what area of Mississippi? I know they filmed in Jackson some. For some reason, I'm thinking the coast, but I don't know for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. And then another one, um, Emancipation. This one stars Will Smith. And I feel like we would be talking about Will Smith is about to get another Oscar, if not for what happened last year. More life choices. Yes. So this one has just not gotten the buzz that I think it would have gotten. But he plays the story. I mean, he plays Peter, who was a real life guy whose images appeared in Harper's Weekly back in 1863. Uh, it was some pictures taken of him with lacerations on his back. He was a slave, um, and he escaped slavery. Um, he relied on his wits, uh, the love of his family, and just his general know-how, you know, uh, to survive in the Louisiana swamps. And um, 
keep from being captured again. So Will Smith plays the title character, and then Ben Foster's also in it. And this one's also rated R, so... I'm in, I'm surprised. I mean, to see him get work at uh, a role like that so yeah, quickly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was probably pretty much filmed by the time everything uh, happened but, last year. So you know, I, he actually was one of the producers, so that probably had some helped get it finished up. You know, um, and then the last one is kind of a Christmas theme. It's called Violent Night. Um, and it's about a team of mercenaries that break into a wealthy family's estate on Christmas Eve, taking everyone hostage. But little do they know, Santa Claus is there, uh, played by David Harbour, and he's about to show them who's boss. So um, David Harbour, we know him from Stranger Things. He was in the most recent Black Widow movie. Um, great actor. This is the movie that I have seen promoted more than anything. No matter what I'm watching, what time of day they promote this movie, but it is also rated R. So So don't think you're you're going to take your kids to a family Christmas movie. But there is one. um, It's called I Heard the Bells. um, And it is the true story. Lots of true stories um, behind the, the Christmas song, I Heard the Bells. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Um, is the writer of that song. Um, he was known as America's poet, um, and he stopped writing for a while. He had a tragedy in his life and just was in a period of grieving, and until one morning he hears the sounds of Christmas, and that inspires this song. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That sounds and, like a sweet movie. I think so, too. And then Christmas Story Christmas, and this one is streaming on HBO Max, so um, if you liked A Christmas Story, and I did get to see this one, you're going to love this one. It's more of the same. Now, I live in a family. I mean, I am part of a family who used to watch the Christmas Story Marathon. So I have seen that movie so many times that I finally got burned out. And it's, it's like, if I never see that movie again, I will be just fine. <laughs> yeah. But I really wanted to see this one. And it's Ralphie, little cute Ralphie. Grown up, 33 right? 33 years yeah. later, yeah. And it's about him and his family. He's a writer, and he and his wife decide he's going to take a year off of his job and just write and try to write a big, successful book, you know. And it's just not happening for him. And he receives a phone call that his dad's passed away, and he goes home with his family to the house that we know and remember from A Christmas Story and celebrates Christmas there with his mom and his kids. And he's trying to to make Christmas magic for his family like his dad did for him. Aww. But it's so sweet. Uh, it, you know, it's got a lot of kind of duplications of the, some of the events in A Christmas Story. Um, but I didn't think it was overdone. And adult Ralphie, he's very successful. Peter B- Billingsley, he's like been working behind the scenes in Hollywood all these years, but uh, he's a writer, and one of his partners is Vince Vaughn, and they um, were both producers on this movie. Um, But a lot of the little kids are in this movie, of course, grown up, 
and they're all such good actors. I'm like, that just amazes me when they take little kids and you you don't really know if they can really act, you know. Right. And then they all grew up to be great actors. That's cool. Another one streaming. I think you mentioned this one, the Noel Diary. Yes. It's been, I find, you know, I'm always late to the party. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's adorable. It is. I watched that one Thanksgiving. It's very, uh, it's one of those, again, two thumbs up for being like appropriate. Your kids, can, even though it's a love story, you know, it's. It's um, it's safe to have on. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it had a good plot. It did. Um, and, of course, Justin from um, – I'm blanking this out. This is us. This is us. Thank you. Justin Hartley is in it. So hmm. not bad to look at either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rhino reminded us they are re-releasing the new Top Gun for two weeks. Ooh. So, of course, you know, Tom Cruise was going to – Back in yeah. there, just sort of uh, be that way. Now, I know you get to uh, vote for one of the um, awards. Do yeah, you get the Critics' Choice. for Oscar? Do you have any? Have no, any pool? nothing to do with Oscars, unfortunately. But, yeah, Critics' Choice, in fact, we're voting in the next week. So Really? Yeah. So what's, like, what's the different categories? Or, or I guess it's all the categories. Yeah, we just have one movie category. It's not split between... Um, you know, types of movies like the Golden Globes do. Um, of course, you have actors, actresses supporting. Do you fret over who you're going to vote for? I do. Like, I make notes throughout the year of things that, you know, performances that I think stand out because I will never remember that six months later right. or yeah. whatever. And um, I can tell you with, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind Top Gun's going to be on the list. Is we so. hard not to to put, would there be a movie that would rival it for you? Um, goodness, mm, nothing that I've seen right now. But we've got I a few still, more weeks. I have several to get through in the next week. It would take a lot, though. Even regardless of what you think about Tom Cruise, I still go back. They they knocked that one out of the park. Oh yeah, I almost don't want them to do another one though. I'm scared. Just for the fact that I was scared for them to do this one, you know. And yeah. They, they did well, but it's almost like, oh. Don't become the Jurassic Park series. <laughs> yeah, I just can't see them doing another one unless yeah. it's about one of the young pilots. Or and they something. sort of pass the torch. Yeah, yeah, because eventually, I mean, Tom is going to get. You know, it all happens. Like gravity takes hold at some yeah. point. The plane has to yeah. land at some, at some point. Okay, Tanya, thank you for your time. You gave us some great things to to get out and see this weekend. But you guys stick with us. We got a little bit more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. I want to follow where she goes. I think about her and she knows it. I wanna let it take you can control. listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. We hope you know too 
You can always snag us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. I mentioned it, but just to let you know, tomorrow we will be celebrating Mississippi Farm Bureau's 100 years. And Super Talk from start to finish will be there tomorrow. We're going to be broadcasting live from the Mississippi Trademark. And we're going to be celebrating Faith, Family, and Farm Bureau. Don't forget, too, coming up this Sunday, December the 4th, you've got Live from the Temple. It's an event at the Temple Theater in Meridian. It's going to feature over 24 Mississippi musicians performing to help restore the legendary Temple Theater in Meridian. So the show is this Sunday. It starts at 2 p.m. So you can get tickets by going to thetempletheater.com, which will be a lot of fun. All right. Now, Rhino, we know you've had at least, I know you don't feel your best, but you still had to at least get a little excited Tuesday or did the weather interfere with your watching? Uh, it I did mean, I'm temporarily. So scared to ask. I, uh, I I would take a bit of umbrage with the TV weatherman mm-hmm. and the the seeming need they feel to repeat the same information fourteen thousand freaking times. Get in, say what's dangerous, and get off the freaking TV when the World Cup's on. I know. But besides that, yes, I was extremely excited for the U.S. to move on and progress out of the group into the knockout round. And so into the knockout round, that means what? That means the U.S. will take on the Netherlands on Saturday morning. I believe coverage starts at 9 o'clock. So you will not have a late night tomorrow night. You will no. be bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, coffee with Egg McMuffin in hand, watching uh, USA kickoff at, or do they call it kickoff? It'll be kickoff, yeah. It'll be kickoff there at 9, assuming all goes to plan. So we're going to think positive. Positive, they win. What happens next? Then they'll move on to the quarterfinals, which would match their best performance in modern World Cup history. So as I'm learning my soccer lingo, you can still do well by tying. And so if you tie, what happens? Uh, in the knockout rounds, there are no draws. So there are no draws. So they will have 90 playing. minutes of regulation plus whatever stoppage time. And if they're still tied up at the end of regulation, they'll have basically a mini-match where they'll have two 15-minute extra times with stoppage time as well. Does soccer ever get time to sit down and get some water? Uh, halftime. So you do have a halftime. Yeah, that's about the only time you're going to get a break. And that's that's why it's an amazing sport, because you can get this entire thing done in a oh, compressed God, yes. amount of time, unlike, say, the NFL, where, all right, kick the ball, all right, 14 minutes of commercials, all right, throw one pass, 10 minutes of commercials, all right, one run, two minutes of commercials, where it's every time you turn around there's commercials on the screen soccer you don't do that you got 45 minute halves then you got a halftime you got another 45 minute half but in the knockout round you can't have a draw you got to have a winner to move on so you got the extra time if they're still tied up after that that's when it gets really nervy because that's when you get to the penalty kicks where you just line them up and they go and it's, it's you versus their goalie I know. I was thinking back to, and I'm going to get it wrong, but Brandon played Ocean Springs. Sorry for Ocean Springs. In this, what, the South Championship. And the kicker, you know, they won with the whatever. I know the mother. I don't know the sport of football very well. And so, you know, she, she made this really nice post, you know, obviously after very excited. But how just for him that mo- that, that moment. So I can't imagine that. And then, but the World Cup. And then you have to kick it into, you know, 
Like, all I, the whole world is watching you. It's going to feel like the whole world is watching football, too, this Friday. So don't forget, to the high school football is in playoff mode. And we've got you covered here at Super Talk. You can get your local games on your stations and at supertalk.fm. But the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show will be, I think, the last show at 10 p.m. Um, of the season uh, tomorrow night. So you can also get that anywhere you listen and watch Super Talk Mississippi. And then I think it's Saturday, right? Saturday is the state championship at least for Brandon and Starkville. I'm the only reason why I say that is I have be- no idea. Because Friday night My football season's been done. So I'm, I'm like, all right. Friday I'm done. Look, I know more than you. Friday night is the parade for Brandon that's tomorrow night and they didn't move it because the state championships on Saturday. Had it been on Friday, yeah, last year it got moved. The things I know, but the, to know the things I know, right? Like it's <laughs> The Christmas parade takes priority. Well, no, I guess the state championship takes priority over the Christmas parade. Well, you wouldn't have anybody at your Christmas parade. <laughs> Everybody's headed down to hopefully watch their team, you know, do what they need to do in the state championship. So exciting times, fun stuff. All right, stick with us. If you want to hear more educated conversation about football, stick with us. you got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I, though, will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.